0: This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to episode 43 of Paranormal Dads. I'm Andy. I'm Eddie. I'm Pat. Join us as we go in search of the world's monsters, myths, and mysteries right here on Paranormal Dads. Good to good to finally record again. It is.
1: We've we've been uh, dealing with all kinds of illness in my family. We've been uh, first first part of the year. I think everybody in the family came down with the flu. With <laughs> ten shots on board, we all still got flu. Yeah, um, we're wiped out, and we're back. We're back to
2: health now. <laughs> well, we were getting like re- like real time updates too. You were like, so and so is sick. Now she's sick. <laughs>
3: now I'm just miss going her. Go down, man. <laughs> yeah. Now that's rough. paranormal.
0: Yeah. Nothing scarier than your immune system in January, right? Oh man. Well,
2: and nothing changes like how quickly you view a loved one too. It's like I love you so much. Next, like five minutes <laughs> later, you're like throwing like tissues at them and shutting the door. Uh, you Get stay away! In stay in there. Thank Do- goodness
1: they brought the corona coronavirus to omaha now so you know exactly. they're being treated at the med center so you delete
0: their name from your phone just so you can't get tra- transmitted via text <laughs> deleting your son off your own phone do, do, do. You're, you're dead to
2: me man not until you're healthy
0: <laughs> well uh as always we start off each show with uh talk about the flu and recent sightings right eddie oh so. man
2: recent sightings it's my turn
0: So, recent sightings. I have to say this before Eddie, before you jump in and do your thing. I had a dream the other night, guys, and I'm only mentioning it because it's rele- relevant to your recent sighting. I had a dream about uh, Falcor, the luck dragon. See? From Neverending Story. Yes. Which, by the way,. 80. It's a movie from the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. So it is You watch it as an adult, it's kind of traumatizing because it's so scary. As a kid, it was traumatizing too. I we mean, we weren't ready. No, it's it gets pretty dark in some places. But yeah, I had a dream. Falcor, the luck dragon. I was flying around through the sky, and uh, you know, some people may or may not know this is a thing, right? This is in the cryptid wheelhouse, isn't it, Eddie? Yeah, I mean dragons. I mean, this
2: is a this is one of those like. You know, we get into like the Thunderbird discussion, but like big winged creatures, they tend to be kind of a thing that a lot of people will chuckle at because something that big, the obvious thing is like, well, then we would know about them. Yeah, we'd see them. Yeah, those are big. Like, how do you go about that undetected? And yeah, I don't have any solid like, well, this is why, you know. But that's still a cryptid. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a creature that is in myth and folklore and all these things and stories about dragons. And and the funny thing about dragons is that they show up in a lot of different cultures, uh, myth and folklore. Sure. Cultures that at the time had not met or talked
0: or traded stories. Or sent emails to each other. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> it's like how is South America, Asia, North America, Africa, they all got their own equivalent of a dragon type story. Yeah. And as they always say, you know, most myths, you know, come from a kernel of truth you know yeah. so
2: and you know ancient alien theory they're always like it was a spaceship they thought it was a dragon <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like okay but yeah i mean you got cultures in south america and then cultures in china that uh simultaneously are coex- are existing but don't even know about each other but are having the stories of these winged Creatures in the sky, mm-hmm. and even into European mythology, where not only do they have these creatures, but they also fight them and kill them, and their bones have all these
0: healing properties and all this stuff. So dragons are an interesting. I'm just laughing because what's the, what's the new thing nowadays? People are doing the bone broth, ooh soups or stews. You know, right. yeah. What kind of bone broth you got in your soup? Oh, just dragon. <laughs> you got the you got the middle.
2: Um, you got like the Middle Ages, like a hipster. Like <laughs> yeah, like I make a... my own dragon bone
0: broth. <laughs> <laughs> You're so basic Mine's from China It's lucky <laughs> exactly. It's the Year of the Dragon Year of the Dragon's coming up in a couple of years That was actually a Jeopardy question from the other day Yeah So I
2: think the last Year of the Dragon was year 2000, I think Oh, gotcha
0: Yeah, because Daphne was born
2: Year of the Dragon Year <laughs> of the Dragon and uh, and oh. if you're an '80s kid, it's the year of the Double Dragon when you pick up a bat and fight off uh, gangsters. <laughs> and don't, don't forget to put on your
0: headband first. Yes,
1: you got to flex real hard too when you do it. I think I was year of the chicken or something. something yeah, goofy like that. Yeah, mine's year of the snake, I'm which like, is That not... figures.
0: Basically, a dragon with no wings. Kind of. <laughs> Eddie lost his wings. It's like a dragon without wings. <laughs> you hear of the chicken for Pat? Yeah. I think Is that so. extra crispy or or uh, oven roasted? Hopefully, it's chicken tenders. <laughs> yeah. Pat's bit. the noblest. Barbecue sauce.
2: Ooh.
1: Cook them up real
2: nice. Pat's the noblest chicken I know. <laughs> what about you, That's Andy? That's his new name in our group, the Noble Chicken. The Noble Chicken. <laughs>
0: What about you, man? What's your I don't know. The oh. year I don't even know. I will have to look that up. If anybody out there listening knows that my birthday is February seventeenth, nineteen eighty one. Just had a birthday. I don't know what sign I am or whatever in the, the in the symbols. The I'm panthea. an Aquarius, if that means anything. I
2: don't think it does, not
0: in the Chinese zodiac. I'm probably a sea slug. It's meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> sea slug. The most disgusting of the uh Well,
2: yeah, we gotta we gotta find that out
0: yeah, we got to find that out. we'll'll we'll, we'll check it out in between segments and get back to you. There you go. But people still see dragons, Eddie. So the dragons. Um, this is a personal um, recent
2: sighting. Ooh. and and then right on top of the sighting that I had, not a day later an article pops up and I'm like, this is crazy. And then I start looking into other sightings of this and sure as anything, there's people who still report seeing. This thing. So what I want to like say is, so I'm just gonna say, sold me a dragon, and then people are gonna be like, Eddie's crazy. That's <laughs> awesome. Like he's going through stressful things, so he's
0: making up stories. Eddie's off his medication again. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> he's having a rough week post holiday, and <laughs> he sees dragons. So uh, this was post. Christmas right after Christmas I want to say a couple of days after Christmas and my youngest daughter and I were out and about town running errands and I'm off of work so it's like I'm you know wound down things are great just chilling sleeping in late you know just living life like a hedon hedonistic dad <laughs> with no no direction no nothing <laughs> and so we're driving around and we're in the western part of Omaha at this point which is pretty populated for anyone who's in town or familiar it's like 120th and L street mm-hmm. so it's not like a Small little little like area. Yeah, that's a busy spot. Right? That's right
0: so, by my office. a Little paranormal juju right, right by me. your office. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so now I'm going to be looking for dragons every time I go into work. I'll just be in the parking lot looking up. Andy, what you doing? Andy said there was dragons up here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Andy <laughs> just took a Uber dragon to to work that morning. <laughs> <I> rode Falcor. <laughs> Please do it.
2: Oh, that's the business, Falcor Uber dragons. <laughs> So, so I want to preface this with exactly how this broke down. Like this is, and I was very clear, as I was observing this, as a paranormal dad, because I went straight into like observing weird crap brain, right. and I was like, this is what happens. Someone sees something weird, they get all emotional, and then they start infusing their emotions into it, and the story changes. So I'm doing my very best, even though that's in my nature, like to be a campfire storyteller it's in my bones it's in my bone broth I can't (laughs) fight it (laughs) but what was happening this is exactly my best recollection and this is funny because why didn't you get it on your phone first I hate you. Secondly, (laughs) by the time I fumbled, I have my phone. It was plugged in, playing music. By the time I grabbed my phone, unplugged it, unlocked it, fumbled to get to the camera, had the camera open, and got it up to the point where I could take a picture, the thing was gone. Mm -hmm. Okay, And it was up enough for me to see it, look at it for about a solid five, six seconds, and my brain to go... I don't know what this is. So it's worthy of a photo, right? Was it, it so
0: far away, it might not have captured it anyways?
2: I don't know because it was pretty close. That's Ooh. the thing that gets me.
0: By the way, me and Pat have not heard this story. So we're here yeah, for the first, first time. Yeah, this the first time for us.
2: First time because yeah. I told you guys, hey, I saw something weird. It was over the holidays. Yeah. And then we were supposed to get together over New Year's. Everybody got sick. Yeah. And then, you know, and then life carries on. And here's, here's where we are. So the point is here's this, me, me telling you the story. I'm going to do my best to not embellish. So, um, Gwen we're driving around Gwen my youngest literally goes dad what's that in the sky she does this a lot because now you know she's into the the paranormal stuff so she'll see like something completely normal and go what's that and try to like play so I'm like ignoring because I'm like in the zone of like gotta go get cat litter you know so I'm like Gwen (laughs) yeah that's great Gwen it's a helicopter whatever and she's like no I'm serious what's that And again, I don't fall for it. I'm like, okay, Gwen, like, you know, cool. No, Dad, that's weird. What is it? And I'm like, okay, I give. And I look. And first of all, what I saw was huge. It wasn't small. It was big. And as big as I can compare size ratios, um, it was so big, it looked like maybe like a jetliner, but like flying at a heck of a low altitude. (laughs) I'm talking like, Hundreds of feet, not mm. not thousands, not where a plane looks like a little toy. It was so big that it looked like it was like landing. And I'm right. like, why would a plane that big be landing on L Street? And so my first thought was like, holy crap, that's a a plane, and it's gonna crash. Like that yeah. was my first thought. I'm like, she's yeah. seeing a plane crash. And then I'm looking at it, and so what I saw, and this is where it gets super like, oh, we we live in the matrix. That's all I can tell myself. We live in the matrix. (laughs) It was so. If you're familiar with like winter time or where we live in Nebraska, sometimes the cloud cover can be real low, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can almost it looks like talk about never ending story. It looks like a movie almost. Like you see the underside of the clouds, they're real fluffy. Yeah. But the super low cloud cover. It was one of those days. The clouds were super low. It almost looked like it was gonna snow, but but behind the clouds, the sun had come out and it was super bright. So you have these clouds that are like lit up, and they're almost starting to dissipate; like they're thinning out a little bit, but they're like fluffy and low. Above that was this shadow of what I thought was initially a plane. You know, because Mm -hmm. you know you have you're you're accessing your database, and then I'm looking at it; it's as big as a plane. You know, and it's not like some little crop duster thing; it's huge. Mm -hmm. And like I'm like I'm saying, like it's as big as like what I would be like a JetBlue or whatever. And then I'm looking at it, and then I realize it's going in circles. What? and it's And it's gliding. There's no, like, you don't hear any sound. And I'm looking at it, and the wing shape, the best description I have, so picture in your mind a gigantic bat. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It had the wing shape, like, curved, and then I even had, like, scalloped, right. like, on the wing shape. And the sun, it was literally, it had to have been directly in front of the sun because the shadow was so crisp above the clouds. Mm -hmm. All you saw was this dark mass in the shape of what I can call a gigantic bat that was literally like lazily doing circles around L Street Marketplace. Weird. weird. And then (laughs) and then it kept the circles kept getting bigger and bigger and then to the point where I just I couldn't track the object anymore. Mm -hmm. But it was Big. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying, I'm running my brain. I'm like, is that a guy in a glider? If it was a guy in a glider and he was that low, he wouldn't look that big. And if he was that high up in the air, the shadow wouldn't be so dark. And I'm trying to make sense of what I'm seeing. And the best I'm coming up with is if that's a plane, that's a big plane, and it's so low, I you'd hear the engines. Yeah. And clearly if it's it's not gonna circle, it's gonna crash. So probably not a plane, right? if it's a plane that's quiet and i can't hear it it's got to be a teeny little thing and mm-hmm. it's no way it's that big and so i'm just i'm trying to check off things in my head that i know and that's that's and then we're just watching it in awe so after i saw it for about 5 or 6 seconds and i'm like that's no plane i'm going for my phone and literally by the time i had the app up and ready to go it was so dissipated and so like it it had done so many circles that it had kind of just gotten away but it had never That's came that, below the clouds.
1: It's weird that it was circling. You know, one, I'm thinking about that location, and I'm thinking Millard Airport is Millard not Millard Airport far. is right there. Um, I'm also thinking drone. Could it have been some kind of drone? But you're pretty well-versed in what drones look like. You use them at work all yeah, the time. quite a
2: bit. And they're about as big as, like, the biggest ones I've seen are the size of, like, tiny helicopters. You know, like, right. like it could the, the payload on those big drones are, is, like, 100 pounds, you know? But this thing... It's big.
1: That's weird.
0: One thing that comes to mind, and I'm not saying this is what it was. I'm just, no, I'm just for grasping it. for anything here. Um, every once in a great, great while, I'll see, uh, you know, even on TV, maybe you'll see these kind of smaller private planes with big banners attached to the back, almost like an advertisement. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. You know, they're the rare. I think they still do those. Um, do they fly in circles? I don't know. Furthermore, it wouldn't make sense for one of those things to be flying on a day where it's completely, you know, when it's so overcast. No one's going to see your message, right? Right. Um, now,
1: although it does kind of make sense, something like that circling a shopping center. Well, you that's could, true. You could totally get that. I that's guess.
0: true. I, now, I've had an office over there. That's where I uh, do my psychic readings and everything, right over 120th and L Street, and yeah, and not only at Millard Airport, but you have uh, off at Air Force Base, not too terribly far away, and yep. they do. That's have, kind
1: of the flight path that they take sometimes. You'll see some big Air Force jets huge. kind of flying yeah. from like Center 103 second area, yeah, yep. and towards when they Bellevue, yeah, so.
0: and they do kind of decrease in elevation, like right mm-hmm. over my office. So sometimes those military planes are huge, but but they're it was loud. Yeah. they're really loud, and
2: you can hear them. And oh you can yeah. Hear them. yeah, and they don't
0: fly in circles, and you can hear them before they get that
2: close too. You're like oh. Whoa oh, I hear yeah. that. And then yeah. all of a sudden, rah! yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that was what got me, was that it was quiet. Yeah. Like, you couldn't, there was nothing. There was Like, it was like, it should have been a glider, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's no gliders that I know of that are hundreds of feet across like that. And that would, I don't know. And so you never saw a color, it was just a shadow, right? Just a shadow. Shadow and shape. Mm-hmm. And so that was one thing that got me too. the shape was very crisp. Like, very
0: crisp. And you said it almost had little... um what do you call them? Like little swoops out of the wings, almost like yeah. a bat. Where... So like
2: the top portion, it was almost shaped like a giant boomerang. Mm-hmm. That was the shape. So it was like it was like it had the two uh, the two uh, the portions that came out either side, and then it kind of curved back, coming back towards, and then it would like come in, yeah, and then up, and then in, and then up. There was literally what I would call like like little radii, like 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 the wings had like a shape. To him. It wasn't just like this triangle. It was like a triangle that had like some design. Like it looked like dragon's wings. That's the best description I have for it. Like yeah. a giant
0: bat. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> cut to the chase. We're talking about dragons that look like a dragon. It looked like a <laughs> dragon.
2: I mean, it looked like everything in your brain is like, is that a dragon? Like, because I mean, first you're like plain. No, it's quiet, but it's huge. And then you're like, why would it be so low? I mean, that was literally the the logic in my brain. It was like, chick, 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 chick. And I can't. And then you hit that weird part where you're like, I can't explain this. And nobody else sees it. I'm in traffic, by the way. So I was almost tempted to open my, look up, everybody, look up. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then I'm the guy getting carried away. Well, Gwen saw it though. Gwen saw it, and that was just. And she's even like, and and even she, independent of my like prompting, was like, "What is that?" Like she couldn't put it together. So I get home, and of course, what's the first thing I do is I look up dragon sightings. Mm. And sure as anything, there are people across the planet that have have reported seeing dragons. Uh, Two notable occasions uh, just last year. During a satellite launch in, I want to say it was like Scandinavia or something like that. No, it was Nova Scotia. Okay. Thank you. Um, Your look (laughs) is what triggered Nova (laughs) Scotia. Uh There was a satellite launch, and right before they launched the satellite, uh, everyone observing the satellite launch saw almost that exact same shape that I saw behind the clouds.
0: Again, it it was behind the clouds.
2: Behind the cloud cover. And it was a gigantic dragon-shaped looking thing. Is that
1: the one, there, there are pictures of it online? There, There is one where you can see, like, the silhouette of a dragon online. I think, I think you're thinking of this one, the
2: dragon that was seen over China.
0: If that's real? Yeah. If that's not CGI, that's the real deal. A winged, soaring creature seen through the mountain range
2: bordering East Asia, a country Laos. And it has sparked some debate online because there's people saying it may be a drone... It may be something, but they saw the that wings. might be the one. I they see. saw the wings,
0: well, flapping and all that. It's too, not so. ambiguous. That's either the real deal or a hoax. But it's yeah. not. It's nowhere in between. Yeah. That's very clear. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, that might be the one you're thinking of, Pat. I don't know. It, it
0: could be. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of this stuff, so it's always kind of and with Photoshop and all yeah. this, it's very easy to. And I'm not saying that's what this is. This very well could be real, but I know what I saw. And when we tried to keep wrapping our heads around it, and what I found was so funny, and I, I know I've gone off the rails with this before on the show, but I'll I'll do it again. I even felt my own brain doing this. As soon as we saw it, and as soon as I'm like, I got nothing. I, I can't explain what this is. I literally felt my brain trying to like, just forget it. It was like, well, that was weird. Time to move on to everyday ho-hum life. <laughs> and I was like, see, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. We, we literally have weird things happen. Like we could go out in our front lawn and see garden gnomes having a rave in our front yard. <laughs> and we'd be like, what's happening? And then in the next day or two, we'd find some weird way to rationalize it yeah. and just move on with you know,
1: bills and politics and whatever. You know, anyway, I, I'd, I felt I'd, my... m- I'd much rather see the garden gnomes having the rave than politics. <laughs> true. Exactly. You <know>? Me too. A
2: hundred percent. But yeah, I, I mean, and this is one thing I thought too, when I saw it, I'm like uh, a friend of mine who does, uh, who does pilot our drones at work. He was like, people never look up.
1: Yeah. So, and, and you hear that a lot too. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, especially people who have had weird sightings, they say, you know, Spend some time looking up. Sometimes and yeah. you'd be surprised what you see. Well, you know this. We were talking about drones. What the heck was going on in Nebraska, Western Nebraska, er, earlier this year? This was know? right on the and, tail. And of And I them. think that's legit. Something that was man-made. You know, mm-hmm. that, but everybody's seeing these drones, kind of like armies of these drones flying in. You know, coordinated uh, paths yep. over over. Western Nebraska and Colorado, and it's kind of funny because uh, somebody, I think it was a a sheriff in Colorado, said, you know, if if you see a a van marked with antennas and and anything, report it to the police. And and very quietly, a few days later, they came out and said, never mind, don't don't report the van, kind of a thing. So you know, who knows what was going on? I think there was something going on. Yeah. Probably government related, but um, yeah, yeah. That was—it's was kind of weird that you know, for a few days, that story was really hot and heavy, and then it just kind of disappeared. Yeah, and people quit talking about it. Yeah. So Watch I, you
0: open up the van door, and Mr. T jumps out. fool! Exactly. We're mapping the
2: we're mapping America, fool.
0: As somebody who literally does this for a
2: living, right? I can tell you this right out of the gate. Um, You have to file a flight path with the FAA. You have to basically do... If you're going to be near airports, and these things were covering everything. So they were definitely near airports. They were flying at an altitude that was not um, approved. Like, there's altitudes that even commercial UAV operators have to stick to. They were well above that altitude. Uh And a lot of things that point out that these things were operating outside of the law. Mm -hmm. And so either A... What you're saying, it's a basically a government thing that they've got a carte blanche to do whatever the heck they want to do, or b, it's something even more like clandestine right. than that. but certainly, yeah, like there's definitely some weird parts to this, but I'm with you more than anything. It's more than likely military drones that have a specific mission that they're doing that. Basically, if you don't need to know, you're not going to know. <laughs> well, and once you see,
0: you know, when once you look up enough that you see something weird, whether it's uh, odd drones or a dragon or a UFO or even a shooting star, it makes you want to keep looking up more and more. I'm, yeah. I'm guilty of looking up too often when I'm driving. And there's been a couple of times I had to pump the brakes extra hard because I was too busy trying to figure out what that light was in the sky. You know, yeah. it looked, looked, even last night, just last night. Um, it had just gotten dark and, uh, my daughter and I were going to, to run an errand up the street. And just for a brief second, I saw a huge light kind of through the trees and it was too low to be a, 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 street light or anything like that, but it was huge. And then uh, we turned the corner. I tried to get a better look at it and it was gone. So gone. I don't know what it was. Just big, huge, bright light. Yeah. Could have been a plane that changed angles or something. I'm not sure, but yeah.
1: keep looking up folks. Keep looking up, keep those cell phones handy and please don't Use your phone while you're driving.
0: That's right. And there be dragons.
1: A public service message from Paranormal Dads.
0: It's time
2: for pop, culture, and the paranormal.
1: So one of the topics I've been looking at for a main mystery, and I believe it will still happen one of these days, are werewolves. Ooh! Oh! One of our favorites, Andy, dude, (laughs) I've been kind of into werewolves lately. And, and, um, what we're talking about today are the best werewolves in pop culture. Yes. If you were single, that should be a pickup line you use on somebody. <laughs> I've really been into
2: werewolves lately. <laughs> As you have a teen wolf shirt. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just, just like filter them out right out of the gate. Like if she goes running, she's not worth it.
1: <laughs> so, so kind of the, the the bulk of my material here is coming from the Huffington Post and uh, a an contributor by the name of Mel's Van Drill. uh He's he's an author. And he wrote an article about the best werewolves in pop culture, and I'll, I'll put a link out on on the website uh, in the show notes. But um, his the first one he's talking about, and most of these are movies, um, are Dog Soldiers. Have you guys ever seen that one? No. I, 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 a lot of these movies about... I haven't seen, but I want to go back and watch some. Is of that these from movies. the eighties? Uh, I don't have a, a date, but what what it is is it's set in the Scottish Highlands, and. Uh, adopted kind of a soldiers versus werewolves theme. So it almost (laughs) kind of sounds like, uh, oh gosh, what's the name? With the blue people. Um, Avatar? Avatar. Kind of an avatar kind of a thing. You got soldiers fighting werewolves. Um, It adds just enough humor to ensure it doesn't take itself too seriously. And uh, these are the words from the author. And that makes it for a hilariously scary offering that entertains throughout. Any film that can get the lines here boy fetch and <laughs> werewolves ate my platoon into a werewolf film and still remain viewable is worthy of anyone's vote so nice. wow that sounds like fun we'll have to look that one add, up. add that to the list dog soldiers that dog soldiers uh the next one of uh, american werewolf in london which is probably the first werewolf movie i saw this was actually one of the very first movies i saw like in a home uh video disc viewing like so i saw this back in the early 80s when people were just getting these in their homes and you know nice. vhs type things but back uh, when they
0: were like 900 dollars, right my neighbor had a a,
1: <laughs> a video disk he had three disks uh he had uh time what what's it uh time time bandits yes! yeah yeah, yeah. time bandits raiders of the lost ark and an American Werewolf in London. Three so, choices. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so, so we watch those three movies uh, pretty regularly. But uh, so this movie's like over thirty years now. Um, but the still the film actually it's probably even older than that. Um, but the film still delivers a perfect package: <laughs> high levels of horror as and enough humor to keep it. Uh, keep its feet on the ground, and the makeup effects are second to none for its time, which was like the early '80s, late '70s, some something like that.
0: Because I was so, gonna say in that movie, don't they actually show his transformation? Yeah, into a the, werewolf? the one
1: thing I remember is his hands just stretching out. Yes, you know, and in, and in, into these claws, and yeah. watching that, and I'm like, that's the one thing that really impressed on my young yeah. brain was I was uh, the transformation scenes I remember part for me was seeing his
2: muzzle stretch right. out from his yes, face yes I remember that too and I
1: think and the hair of, coming coming out yeah
2: that was and, and there was like some blood too like he's ripping yeah. through his own skin right and as a kid I remember being so did you horrible. soil yourself uh no because I think like it went to a different dimension like that's how <laughs> bad my poo poo like left my body <laughs> Into it. I was just sitting there just transfixed, not because I was loving it. I was just like, whore. you know, when you're just yeah. like, it's like a train wreck. You just can't <laughs> keep your eyes off of it. So
1: the film was directed by John Landis, and he got the idea of the film after seeing a group of Yugoslavian gypsies performing a <laughs> burial rite over the grave of one of their deceased. Man, Naturally. So that's kind of, that's yeah. where I get all my good ideas yeah, from. The gypsies. I'll chase more gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> um, because of his background research, uh, this is an intelligent film with just the right amount of gore.
3: So.
0: Yep. Yugoslavian Gypsies. Yugoslavia That'd be a good gypsies. band name, wouldn't it? I want to live. Would be. I want to
2: live Jonathan Landis's life when you're <laughs> just like casually
1: observing. I don't think I'd want to. Wasn't John Landis? He was involved in um, uh, Twilight Zone. Wasn't that whole helicopter scene where those oh, actors were killed? I think so. I think Landis was involved. Somehow in involved in that. Maybe I don't but want to. be. He also did the Blues Brothers, right? I, I think so. But yeah, I don't Man. know. Anyway, take
2: the good with the bad on that one, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, oh,
3: great So one. uh,
1: another one's called The Wolfman. It was remade in 2010, starring Anthony Hopkins and Benicio del Toro. Benicio. Oh. Benicio. Benicio, sorry Benicio. about that. No, you're fine. Um, as a cursed werewolf beasts, uh, this modern version brought the werewolf into the 21st century. Although the, norm- the noble effort by modern Sanders, it struggles to match the original Wolfman performance of Lon Chaney. That was Junior a recent one, day.
2: wasn't it? That was only maybe five or six years ago. Yeah, it was
1: like 2010.
2: Yeah, I didn't mind it. I know it was a little bit rough, but.
0: <laughs> I don't think I saw that Man, one. But ruff, ruff. <laughs> <laughs> <A little> rough.
2: Rough.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we got to bring the dad jokes on Paranormal exactly. Dads, don't we? It's coming in strong.
1: There's <laughs> also a movie called The Howling. Uh, I guess you remember this one. that one. Hey, it rings a bell. Don't know if I've seen It uh, was described by one critic as the silliest film. Seen in some some time, most would agree that it is still a pretty scary film that helped change the direction of werewolf horror into much darker territory. The Howling managed to blend good old fashioned terror with subtle references to werewolf classics. So, man, now this is an interesting one. It's a movie called Ginger Snaps.
2: <gasps> I like me some Ginger Snaps.
1: <laughs> well, and that's what happens when a redhead gets
2: mad. Well, <laughs>
1: s- stay tuned because. This is finally proof that werewolves are not exclusive to the male sex. Ginger Snaps was a coming-of-age romp that used the werewolf as a metaphor for female teenage puberty. Hmm. Ginger is at once sexy yet deadly, uh, as reflective of the troubles of being a teenage girl as Teen Wolf is to being a teenage boy. So Hmm. it's basically about a young teenage girl becoming a werewolf and dealing with
0: transitioning uh, puberty
1: from... all at the same time ah, <laughs>
0: so. there we go yeah This sounds exactly what it is a female counterpart to teen wolf yeah and spe- speaking
1: of teen wolf <gasps> you know, teen wolf was starring michael j fox as a high school werewolf um, it's referred to as a comedy but as any teenage kid knows being an outsider at school is no laughing matter still remains an influential influential offering within the genre and was inspired by for a loosely updated version developed by MTV in two thousand eleven. So oh, yeah. we just watched that fairly
0: recently. Not too long yeah, ago, Team Wolf. Yeah, we had that viewing party, didn't we? Yeah. That was awesome. At, at Eddie's house. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. Hung up a bed sheet and used a projector and projected it on and Pop some popcorn. All all of our families snuggled up and watched Teen Wolf. It was great.
2: Learned some fun trivia too that it was partially filmed in Fremont, Nebraska. Yeah, that, yeah. that was
1: the funny part uh, because it well it was set and a lot of it was filmed in Fremont, I believe. Yeah. But then the the scenes where he's surfing on his car, you see palm trees in the background. I can exactly. guarantee you, there's no palm trees in Fremont.
3: <laughs> no. But there was like
2: Husker stuff everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And you're yeah, like, it was okay, funny. yeah. And that was the idea, right? That it was supposed to be a small it was supposed mid-western... to be set
1: in Fremont, right? Yeah, yeah so a palm tree. <laughs> you done messed up, teen wolf. <laughs> of course, there's Twilight, but Twilight's best known for its vampires. But Jacob Black makes for a very pretty mean werewolf that would give any self respecting vampire a run for his money. Um, it's a pretty close call, but sure, Jacob. Jacob's hardened muscles and fierce bite just edges out Edward's limiting need for the Factor 50 sun cream. <laughs> I, I, either way, I was Team Jacob all the time. Were you? I was. L- little wolfy,
0: huh? It was his abs. It, it his, was his, his abs. freaking
2: abs, man. It was his abs. Washboard abs. And it's the classic romantic story where it's like, you could have this guy who's really probably bad for you or a guy <laughs> who's going to love you and treat you right the rest of your life. <laughs> Who does she pick?
3: I choose
1: danger. I choose danger. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Sorry, a little bitter there, <laughs> Team Jacob. So, so, so one of the last ones that that this author mentions in his article um, is Little Red Riding Hood, and but he's actually talking about the whole, you know, all the books, the children's books of oh. Little Red Riding Hood, you know, and so this this wolf in Little Red Riding Hood has been a you know a cultural icon for a right. long time but it's kind of interesting to think of him in in the sense of him being a werewolf you know usually you just think well it's a wolf yeah. and he walks on two legs and he eats grandma and but yeah you can kind of see <laughs> i mean he yeah, has a full conversation he's, he's, with people yeah he's pretty much a werewolf yeah
0: can you imagine if they try if hollywood tried to do a legit scary movie like a, a of the story of uh, little Red Riding Hood. It'd be pretty terrifying. Well, they did. I think they, they did. Have. Oh, did yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's okay. A movie was part of that package deal. There's, there's like a When, yeah. did, when movie. did it come out? Uh, it was Ooh, fairly fairly recent. recent. I'd say within
1: the past ten years. Yeah. Have so. either like you guys seen so. it? I I didn't. It's been yeah. on my radar, but I haven't
2: seen it. Seen it. You know, my, I, I don't run to the scary movies, but yeah. Know.
1: But we should. Hey, let's add it to the list. <laughs> 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 no, Red, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grandma, what big teeth you have! Exactly, man.
2: Red, how nearsighted are you? So, grandma? so
1: one that I added to the list was uh, I Was a Teenage Werewolf. This is a 1957 film yep. starring Michael Landon. So Paul Ingalls was once a werewolf. Oh, yes, um, he, he starred as a troubled teenager in this, this movie, and the premise of the film was that there was a hypnotherapist that used the temperamental Landon as a guinea pig for serum, which transforms him into a vicious werewolf. I remember the. So name. this is an old drive-in type movie, you know, yes. from the '50s. And good old Michael Landon. Do
0: you guys ever? There back in the '80s, I believe it was. There was one that came out called Silver Bullet, and I think Corey Haim is in it. Okay, I think
2: I know what you're talking
0: about. Yeah, it was cheesy as all get out. Yeah, that uh-huh. I remember watching it with a couple of buddies. You know, we were probably 10, 11, 12 years old, kind of making fun of it. You know. Yep. But it was it was kind of typical '80s. Uh, you know, cheesy movie, and I just remember there's something about it. there was a kid in a in a wheelchair, and they strapped like a rocket to, yeah. to his back, so he <laughs> could like. I think it was like to outrun the werewolf or something. That but of course, know, s- Silver Bullet o- almost
1: sounds like a response to Lost Boys back back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, because that was a big yeah. vampire movie back yeah. in the eighties. So I wonder if that's what it was. If it came before or after that,
0: Silver Bullet, Silver Bullet.
2: Yeah, <laughs> was it brought to you by Coors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it should have been.
1: So um, one more pop culture reference I got to throw in there is the g- is a game I've been playing a lot lately, which is the only game I pretty much ever play. Skyrim.
2: Yes! We all go back.
1: <laughs> and so, you know, I've been playing that a lot lately. And um, there's a whole werewolf scenario that you play out. And you become a werewolf as part of this group called the Companions. Yes. And so it, you can, you know, collect all these you know, weapons and food and things laying around in the world. And then it all gets too heavy and your character starts moving really slow. Mm-hmm. But you can change into a werewolf and then just run like a dog back to town. Yep. You know, uh, untransform yourself and then store everything away, then go back out That's and have your another trick. adventure. That's at the- it also comes in handy if you get overwhelmed by people mm-hmm. in, a, in a fight, you become a werewolf and you just, you know, rip the shreds out of people. Just run so. a rough
2: shot over everyone. I love it.
1: So, what about you, Eddie? If, we if, should do a
2: Skyrim you- episode because, I mean, and I don't think, Andy, you've played much of any or any of Skyrim. Really. Skyrim is, is it,
1: by oh. far my favorite video game ever. Yeah.
0: Is that the and I could be wrong, but is that the video game where it's like unlimited space where you can like pretty much, dang near, yeah, yeah. I mean, the it's, map is so big; it's such a huge map. Yeah, you could yeah. fly for years and years and years like yeah. through the game.
2: No, you're thinking of you're thinking of um, uh, it's a space game. Oh, okay. That's, that's a oh, it'll come to me in a bit but but no Skyrim is set in this fictional like medieval Lord of the Ringsy style oh, okay. world and it's all very like adventure quest based very D and d kind of thing like sure. I gotta go chop yeah. off this witch's head and yeah. save this
1: village right and there's there's dragons yeah all the time hey, see maybe this is Skyrim yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, But yeah, no, love Skyrim. It's a fun one. We could talk about it. I mean, that'd be a fun episode. Um, So for me, uh, it's not a werewolf-specific movie, but there was a movie in the 80s also that came out called Monster Squad, and it was kind of an answer to Goonies. Right. Because Goonies is like, these kids have a pirate adventure, and it's like, these kids discover that Dracula and the Wolfman are real. (laughs) And so it's very Goonies in the sense that each kid kind of has like a gimmick, and they call one kid like a like an insulting name as a like, come on, you know, candy kid. And the kid's running around with candy falling out of his pockets. <laughs> I mean, but uh, there's a great scene in it where the guy that plays, if you've seen Napoleon Dynamite, he plays Uncle Rico. <laughs> but he is the wolf man in monster squad and as a human he knows he's a werewolf and he's freaking out calling the police telling them I'm a wolf man come and get me stop me from killing stop me and they're like ha this guy's crazy and he's like oh, oh, and he starts turning into a werewolf and then they go to stop him and nothing can stop him because they're not using the right kind of bullet so they're like there's one scene where they stuff a thing of dynamite into his <laughs> pants and they push him out a window and he's like and he blows up boom and you just step towards 80s you see. Like, like arms and a head <laughs> and a torso, and they all just come together. Shook, Toop, they all and he like because he's not dead, and yeah. he, he jumps up, like cracks his neck. <laughs> so. It's really good. We've not. We should watch Monster Squad before Halloween. It's this just year. a flesh wound, exactly. And so, uh, but then he convinces somebody. Like, he's like, I'm a werewolf, oh, kill me. And so they end up, spoiler, they end up killing him. With something. a silver bullet? I think so. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, <laughs> that's my Rickey's personal... Trying nice. to
0: stab him in the chest with a stake of, you know, wood. Exactly. You dummy, is not a Dracula. Hitting him in holy water, he's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffing a fire hydrant. Oh, God. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. So the... That was a good one. All right. Yeah. Um By the way, if anybody uh, is interested, not to send you to a different podcast, but... <gasps> I'm a big fan of other podcasts as well, and yeah. i just been binging werewolf podcasts lately. Uh, there's one I can't get enough of called uh, Dog Man Encounters Radio. Oh. oh. I was kind of on the fence about werewolves and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you know, try to be open-minded to listen to this show and hear firsthand encounters. Uh, I, I believe now. Really? I 100% believe in I'm them. writing we're, this down. We're going <laughs> to...
3: <laughs>
0: as future guests. Yeah, yeah. For the record, on this date, Andy said he believes in werewolves. Right. <laughs> Call hospital. No, I, I saw <laughs> dragons, bro. You saw dragons, bro. All right. Well, thanks. That was a good pop, Pat.
3: From the opulence and excess of Beverly Hills to luxurious destinations
0: around the globe, it's time to rub shoulders with the privileged and successful among us as Paranormal Dads now offers you a look into the paranormal lifestyles of the rich and famous.
1: Megan Fox, best known for her roles in the Transformers franchise and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, is also a believer in all things paranormal. Fox said in one interview she believes Bigfoot sightings are scarce because it is intelligent enough not to be found and she 1000% believes UFOs are real. She also had a ghostly encounter one morning in a hotel in Mexico. She said she was sleeping when at 7am she awoke to the sound of room service being delivered to the main room in her suite. She had requested room service for 7.30 and was somewhat annoyed they delivered her morning coffee early. 30 minutes later there was a knock on the door and it was room service again. She looked around and noticed there was no sign of the dishes and coffee she had heard being poured earlier. Her nanny, who was also in a different room, had heard the phantom breakfast being delivered as well. Fox has also appeared as a commentator on the History Channel's Ancient Aliens and produced and starred in the Travel Channel's Legend of the Lost with Megan Fox. The 2018 show featured Fox investigating some of the greatest archaeological mysteries including Stonehenge, Viking Women Warriors, Giants, and the Mysteries of Ancient Troy. For the Paranormal Dads, I'm Pat, and this has been another Paranormal Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous.
3: And now it's time for the main mystery. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to the main mystery. Ooh. And for this one, call me lazy, call me repetitive. You lazy, repetitive psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I, but w- when we initially did part one of this main mystery, we said there was going to be a part two. Here's part two. And... Uh, uh, I don't remember what we called the last one, but basically the creepiest things that kids say. Ooh, you know, nice. What was that show back in the day? Kids say the darndest things? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So this is basically our equivalent of kids say the creepiest things.
2: Lately, my world has been, Dad, I need gas money. <laughs> <laughs> or my car's making a funny sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the creepiest for me.
0: <laughs> Finances are always terrifying. Right? <laughs> yes. Talk about paranormal. Very paranormal how fast the money disappears right exactly
1: i, I reached in my wallet the other day and it's like i thought i had a few 20s in here
0: nope <laughs> they're going <laughs> exactly well i didn't I,
1: bother looking for them
0: just figured they disappeared They'd into the probably, ether yep. with yep, their socks yep. out of the dryer yep, yep. yep. Saw a kids shuffle by with a burger in their hand you're like <laughs> yeah there it is <laughs> there it is um so what i did the other night i threw up on my uh Facebook page, my business page. You can look it up uh, under psychic medium, Andy Myers, if you're interested. But I just said, you know, sometimes I run out of ideas on what to post. I try to post every day on my business page. And and after so many years, I think I've posted just about everything I can think of. So sometimes I'll just say, you know, tell me something cool, share something weird. So the other night I said, you know, what's the creepiest or strangest or wisest thing that you've ever heard a child say? And we had a slew of comments come in. And I just kind of went through and picked some of the best ones, but as I showed you guys, there's too many, so yeah. we're just gonna have to kind of sift through and due to time restraints, I'll, I'll throw a couple out here. So
2: these are like user comments. These, these are user comments. So these are, not, oh, so these are all these
0: are already public. So yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna tell the person's first name because it's not like it's private or anything. Yeah, um, you asked like, and they told. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So Aaron, one of one of the people uh, chimed in and said, "When my grandmother passed away, my son, who was three at the time," told me, no, Mom, she's not in heaven yet. She's in between still. And then just ran away to play, totally unbothered by it. And he would also tell me uh, our dog, who had just passed, visits him. Uh, Same kid told me another time, he said, hey, Mom, remember the time when I was in the hospital? I was a little girl in a wheelchair, and I died. Whoa. Past life?
2: There we go. Past life. Past life? My my vote is. Yeah. All right. I was scared when he said
0: grandma's not in heaven. I was like, oh, oh, oh. She's looking a little toasty. Ooh. <laughs> all right. And some of these, admittedly, some of these are I mean, there really is no other rational explanation other than kids perhaps remembering previous lifetimes and selfishly, you know, that's one of my absolute all time favorite yeah. uh paranormal, metaphysical, spiritual subjects. But more common than you would think, kids remembering being in a different place or time or living as a different gender or living as their parent's parent, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Somebody named Amy wrote in and said, OMG, I don't even know where to begin. My kids have all said wild stuff.
3: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking of us, yeah. oh, like, join the club, yeah, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. support um,
0: group. But she said, when my son was little, he would talk about the guy hanging in his closet. Oh! <laughs> Ugh. My oldest daughter, when she was little, would call people by colors. So, such as the blue lady, the red man, etc. And my middle daughter, when she was younger, told me about getting into a car accident with her last mom. And my youngest daughter, who is uh, still little, says all sorts of wild stuff. Like, she used to be big, but now she's little. Um, Sometimes when she's mad, she tells me that I'm not her favorite mom anymore. (laughs) And non-paranormal related, she also says that Harry Potter is her boyfriend. Oh, (laughs) nice.
2: (laughs) How convenient! Man. Uh, got a wizard in the family now. Speaking and of yeah, dragons, well-paid what was it? one,
0: probably. Right. <laughs> He's got a few movies out. Exactly. <laughs> well, what was that game they played when they flew around on broomsticks? Was it Quidditch? Quidditch. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if you had a dragon playing Quidditch.
1: Ooh. Did you see that they had a Quidditch tournament in Omaha recently? Like I did last fall, or yep. maybe even early winter. I was actually invited
2: to come, like, check it out, and <laughs> yeah. it was just like I couldn't get down there. But yeah, it's people running around on broomsticks playing Quidditch. It's like
1: Quidditch. Creighton and yeah. Kansas State, like legit colleges. They, there, they it take was
2: it kind serious. Of funny, yeah.
0: Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, Christina chimed in, uh, added to the conversation. She said, first thing that came to mind happened with my oldest son. He was around three, and we were just at home doing nothing, and he asked me if Aunt Kara was okay. And I said, sure, she's fine. She's um, with her friends. But my son was persistent, and so I called around. This was before cell phones, and I was able to reach Cara. turns out she was in a potentially dangerous situation with her friends and our call to her was like a lifeline and uh, she made a good choice to get out of there but i was amazed wondering how my son knew that she that was in trouble is weird that's, that's awesome that's very strange
2: you just felt the disturbance in the force and was yeah. like, call <laughs> yeah, no. acted on it intuition man hey. spidey
0: senses yep yeah <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, seriously, if a three-, four-, five-year-old kid says something, you might want to listen to it, because in my opinion, right around that age, they're kind of at their intuitive or psychic peak. Yeah. They know things that we don't. Uh, May, a lady named May, chimed in saying, Very soon after the birth of my second son, I had an an quote-unquote accident at home, and so I ran to the bathroom. Uh, my first son, uh, who was three at the time asked if I was okay and came into the bathroom. And I explained, well, mommy had an accident and with a straight face, he responded, it's okay, mom. Those things happen to older women. It's normal.
3: (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) And I was left with my jaw on the floor and I couldn't stop laughing. And she said, I think commercials are too informative these days, (laughs) but again, so not all these are paranormal. Some are just the wisest, strangest or funniest things a a child has said
2: pretty empathetic, though. Don't worry, Mom. Don't
0: worry, Mom. It happens. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um,
0: Oh, here's one, another past life one, perhaps. Cindy said that when my daughter was around three years old, we were sitting on the couch uh, next to each other, and she turns and looks at me and says, Remember when you were my neighbor and I used to come over and visit all the time?
1: Nice. <laughs>
0: doesn't that add, I mean, that, not
2: just that one thing, but doesn't that another story like that, as they continue to pile up, kind of get into the whole, like, people who are in your life in some capacity may have been a different relationship in your in a previous life?
0: Yeah, it, it, it does make you wonder. And it makes me wonder, like, you know, the the thought of soul groups, which is basically the, uh, the theory that, you know, some people in your circle of close friends and family have maybe incarnated in multiple past lives with each other in different capacities. So, you know, maybe in a past life, me and Eddie were brothers. And maybe in a past life, me and Pat were coworkers, And maybe in another past life, we were like, you know, these swashbuckling, you know, three musketeers kind yes. of characters.
1: Where did we work? What did we
0: do? What did we do, Pat?
1: We're, we were bakers, probably.
0: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And,
1: Andy would take all them uh, the s- uh, sacks, the of flour. Fl- sacks of flour, throw them over his shoulder. That's why he's still... His back still hurts sometimes. time, still hurts. time. <laughs> Carried over from a past lifetime. Because Pat wouldn't help me.
0: I, I, was the guy. So I, lazy. I, I was
1: just taking a bath in barbarian cream. <laughs> there you go.
2: I was the guy buttering the buns. Butter the buns. Get those alien gonna, buns.
0: He's going to butter your buns. <laughs> Ashley uh, said, when my son was four, uh, he was in a tragic uh, incident. He coded three times in the helicopter mm-hmm. and once... Uh, once in the emergency room, and when he woke up from his coma, he told us that a man held him for the entire helicopter ride. Uh, he was actually intubated, and nobody was holding him. We later found out that he was talking about my grandpa who was holding him, but my uh, uh, my grandpa passed away before he was even born. So that's interesting. Interesting, kind of one of those oh, yeah. angelic stories. Mm-hmm. So it's nice, nice though, because spirits come in all shapes and sizes. That's some some hang out in your closet and scare you, and some hold your hand when you're uh, having a traumatic incident.
2: Man, just don't know who you're gonna get sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, it's like the roulette wheel of paranormal. i was gonna say,
2: <laughs> if I find myself like coding, I hope I get the guy holding me and not the guy hanging in my clothes.
0: Yeah. Why are you? Why are there horns on your head, Mister?
2: You're the wrong one.
0: <laughs> Gee, Mister, you're scary. Gee, Gee
2: Mister, your <laughs> horns are sharp. <laughs> Why is it so hot in here? Why is your tail pointy? Why are there fields of okra? <laughs> it's the one vegetable that grows in hell. That's <laughs> is, is that right? Uh, it, it's a fact. I did not know that. I thought it'd be Brussels sprouts. I thought <laughs> it'd be like jalapeno peppers
1: or m- maybe even uh, ghost peppers. There you go. That's like Eddie's that. idea of heaven, <laughs> That's though. Heaven for that me. would yeah, yeah exactly.
3: Except for when it comes out the other I was end say, until, until eight hours later. <laughs> the <'Til> next day. <laughs>
0: Tanya said that my grandson, when he was uh, about four years old, told me out of the blue when we were going to bed that he was on the red planet before he was in his mommy's tummy and that he had to come to Earth because the water was gone, but that they had come here before to plant trees. He was very sincere and very matter-of-fact explaining how it all worked. Basically, he had come to Earth uh, before, and now he chose to come here. I wish I had recorded him that night, occasionally he'll tell me other details as well ancient aliens tell you what
2: a fellow brother from the red planet (laughs) i think there's something to that dude
0: i mean what was that what was that movie i think it was called red planet uh back in the day 90s and at the end of the movie um come unless i'm thinking of that val kilmer scary one but i think it was called red planet and at the end you find out that you know earthlings are descendants of martians and they came here and you know, messed with our genetics, and they're peaceful, and, I mean, Eddie's shaking his head, yes. I
2: I do. That's where, like, if you're like, Eddie, what's the weirdest theory you got? I'm like, I kind of think we're not from Earth. I think we're from a different place. I think we're from Mars. I think it's entirely plausible. I think we ruined Mars, and we're like, oh, crap. We're not going to (laughs) all make it. we got to send at least, you know couple hundred of us down to earth so we have a fighting chance all right the rest of us are dead Go.
1: question is where do we go next
2: yeah
0: right <laughs> we're on two we're screwing up our second chance yeah. man we're gonna that's, be on to our third that's what we do Three strikes you're out
2: <laughs> exactly
0: uh another cindy said my granddaughter was about four you see a trend here guys right my kid was three my granddaughter was four right. three four three four mm-hmm. that's that's the age that kids usually are when they say this stuff my granddaughter was about four, and in the house uh, where he, where his great grandfather had passed away a few years before, uh, she pointed up the stairs towards the bedroom that he died in and asked, "Who is that man, and why does he keep looking at me?"
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. mm-hmm.
0: That's how it all starts. That veil. Chris, it, it, it gets thin in some places, so man. Yeah. Kristen said that my son slept in his bed perfectly fine until he was four years old, and he said that he's. <laughs> I'm gonna wait to say this until you're done drink- taking a sip of that drink, spit Eddie. Take,
3: spit take.
0: <laughs> he slept in his bed just fine until he was four years old, and then he said he saw Chucky in his room. Oh, Hot, oh. And- <laughs> sweet, <to mine. laughs> and he had never seen that movie, obviously, or, or even knew who uh, Chucky was. Who no, Chucky no idea. Was. No idea. Wow! Doesn't uh, our friend and fellow podcaster Billy doesn't he have a tattoo of Chucky? I don't believe he has a tattoo of Chucky per se. But is it was it? What you, uh, uh, Jason was it that Jason? He's got Jason. Hockey He's big mask. The Friday
2: the Thirteenth. He, yeah. he 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 likes that quite a bit. But yeah. yeah, there's no Chucky on him. But I think that he has several Chucky full size dolls in his <laughs> house.
0: Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. Didn't his kid go? Yes. Uh, Halloween oh, yeah. as Chucky. yeah, as Chucky. Yeah, that, fully, that was cool. And he was cool. like three, and he was in a full <laughs> yeah. Chucky outfit. Yeah, the head to toe. It was well looking. done.
2: It was well done. God. I <laughs> made me cry.
0: <laughs> uh, here's one. Here's one that'll make you feel warm and fuzzy. Uh, Jennifer said that my grandmother li- loved to, to play cards and her favorite color was always blue. And a few weeks after she passed away, my son, who was then four years old, woke up one morning and told me that he had a dream that my grandmother and I were playing cards and she had blue wings, almost mm. like angel wings. Mm. So that's great. More more places to hide the ace up your sleeve, right? <laughs> I, I, was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I win. If you ain't trying, if you ain't cheating. <laughs> um, We'll do a couple more of these. I mean, there's just so many. When you said warm and fuzzy, I was afraid you were going to be like, and then
2: Chucky had a fur coat on. No. (laughs) And then it was a
0: werewolf with extra fur.
2: (laughs) It was warm and fuzzy.
0: Cheryl uh, said when my my son was three and said that his friend Ryan, who we couldn't see, had come out of the wall. Hmm. And when he left us a year later, my son said that Ryan's grandmother came to take him home. Hmm. Maybe Ryan was a ghost. Just saying.
2: It was Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> it was Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> he was busy. He was astral projecting to that kid
3: <laughs> to hang out. His hair was immaculate, though. <laughs> His, His teeth yeah. were great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Kim, every single one of these, my kid three. was three. My kid was Gosh, weird. it's a three magic four. number. Yeah. It's a sweet spot. Kim said, uh, my three-year-old and I were sitting outside on the deck one afternoon. It was sunny and breezy. One of those gorgeous days when you feel thankful to be alive. And the weather was that perfect. And he turned his face up to the sun and said, Mommy, do you feel that? That's God blowing a kiss. Aww. That's that's sweet. Isn't that nice? A little too sweet. (laughs) I don't trust that kid. I don't trust that kid. (laughs) Does he have a Chucky in
3: the hallway?
0: Um. Stacy said, when my daughter described a man that she saw in our house, the description was exactly like her dead grandfather that we had no pictures of and that she had never met. So, there you go. Grandpa was still hanging around. Go home, Grandpa. Go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Go play in the fields of okra. (laughs) Go (laughs) go to the okra
3: fields. (laughs) Ew.
2: I'm just saying, it's leathery and hairy on the outside.
0: And inside, gooey seeds. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I think my idea Ooh. of heaven is jumping in like a ball, you know, one of those ball pits, you Ooh. know, filled with, uh, uh, I don't know, M&M's or Reese's Pieces or something oh, like that. Good. That don't melt?
2: Yeah. Because then you get all melty. <laughs> yeah. You get, yeah. No, yeah. but
0: then, uh, you know, then a luck dragon just comes and... and scoops you
2: out? Yeah, scoops you out and <laughs> flies you <laughs> on your way. Chocolate-covered luck dragon. <laughs>
0: Also a good band name. Chocolate. Chocolate. If the three of us had a band, that's what it would be called. Chocolate covered. We should
1: start a running list of all the band names we come up with during shows.
0: I'm writing this down. Chocolate covered. Put it in the journal. What was that one from earlier? We'll have to go back and uh, listen to it. Yugoslavian Gypsies. Yes. (laughs) Chocolate (laughs) covered Luck Dragons. Uh, All right. Carol said, my son, when he was very young, would say, Mom, do you remember when I used to be a man? So he was remembering being older, maybe Hmm. from a previous life. Kathy said, uh, when, uh, her daughter was four years old, uh, she told me that she used to be a famous singer, but her husband killed her. Oh. I'm going to set my uh, phone down for a second. Can you guys think of a famous singer whose husband killed her? Because I'm oh, thinking, sometimes boy. kids say things that can actually be validated or you know referenced or I researched. don't know
2: of a famous. I mean, and that's kind of a loose term, but like that's true. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: fame um,
2: on what level? But I can't think of anybody who I know full on. Not,
0: who's. Nothing jumps to mind. I'm thinking, was it? I was thinking Whitney Houston, but that was just a domestic abuse situation. No, right? she she died. It was an, an overdose. overdose, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Trying to think, like I uh, know, I know Phil Hartman died, but his wife shot him. Yeah, he wasn't a I singer. Mean,
0: yeah. Well, if anyone, this is your homework assignment. If you can, if you can pinpoint what this kid may have been talking about, famous singer killed by her husband, let us know.
2: Hmm. Yeah, the kids are going dark. Yeah, I went dark really <laughs> fast.
0: Um, so many of these guys, so many of these. Hit, um, us, with, hit us with one more. Uh, one more. Okay. Um, Grab em- a good one. Emily uh, said that. Let's see. One of our kids said, who are the guys in the basement? Uh, but the only problem is it was only her and her two kids that lived in the house. Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The
0: guys in the basement. That's
2: the That's the, That's the. the rub.
0: And there's more, but I don't that's know. That's a 20-year-old
1: boy who lives next door. <laughs> exactly. His parents kicked him out. He yeah. <laughs> lives in our basement. Yeah, he's paying <laughs> his rent. <laughs> Mountain Dew cans everywhere. Don't
0: make me feel bad. And Doritos. I, so thinking back, I mean, childhood anything can be scary in your childhood, a, you know, a shadow on the walls. I, I remember as a sensitive kid living in a house that was super haunted. Yeah. I mean, there was times where I I'd have my whole bed full of stuffed animals and I'd literally pile them so high intentionally to kind of to cover my face from the closet because mm-hmm. I was kind of afraid of whatever you was in the you closet. You see
2: some creature. And,
0: yeah. Well, and you watch Never Ending Story too many times with all those oh. creepy characters. But.
2: Oh, that wolf, Gamok just staring at oh, you Oh, was the that his name? Oh that's, his name? oh,
1: that's G- right. Gamork.
0: Even the name's creepy. Yeah. yeah. One of
1: the most terrifying times that I remember when I was a kid, uh, one of the most terrifying bedtimes I had was, you know, back in, you know, the 70s, 80s, they had these stickers that you could put on your door and yeah. it said the Neighborhood Watch, you know. Don't come to our house. Exactly, there's people watching you, kind yep. of a thing. That was kind of a the scare tactic. A, a scare tactic, right? So you'd stick them on your the outside of your door. And I remember these stickers being orange, and then there was kind of like this whimsical burglar kind of yeah, shape. I almost. remember that. And, and so I was in bed one night, and the neighborhood, uh, the, the the neighbors next door, they had like a floodlight that came on, and all the trash cans were, I it was like a low level bedroom so my room was actually below the ground and yeah kind of there was a window up um up a little ways up the wall and right outside that window were all our trash cans yeah and so this floodlight came on and kind of projected the shape of some trash bags onto my window oh and it kind of looked like that sticker like the burglar no and so i'm looking at that and i'm I freak out. It's like, oh my god, yeah. there's a burglar out there, and I run and get mom and and tell her there's a burglar. And mom comes in and opens up the shade, and here's this black trash bag sitting yeah. there outside my window. But, oh man! But uh be- being it, a kid, it, hey, you know, even even still being an adult, sometimes you hear a bump in the night and oh yeah, things get creepy. Like mm-hmm. you go, yeah, you yeah.
2: do the patrol around your house. With you the can't call mat. mom anymore either. Exactly, mom's <laughs> not looking. It's you. So I gotta be the one to look. Yeah. Um I was a kid and I may have shared the story on the show before. I'll share it again. And I still can't reconcile this. And this is where like either I legit have lapses of sanity <laughs> which we well, have We do see dragons, so. Which we have not we haven't <laughs> ruled out. But I wasn't 3 to 5. How old were you Pat when you had that happen? Oh,
1: I'm guessing, you know, probably Six, seven years old, maybe. Yeah.
2: I'm about the same age, I think. I want to say seven or eight. And we lived in upstate New York near this gigantic forest that was at the base of the Adirondack Mountains. Pretty squatchy. Kind of squatchy. Mm-hmm. But this is where it gets weird because the people who have told the story, too, are like, well, maybe that's a Sasquatch story. But I'm like, I don't think it was because it was anyway. So I heard like a commotion in the living room. And I got up, and I remember this vividly because we had like um, terrazzo, like uh, like t- tile floors, mm-hmm. and so the co- the floors were super cold. And I got up, and my feet hit the ground, and I didn't—I was barefoot, so I felt the cold floor. And so th- there's all this tactile stuff to this memory. It's not just I remember seeing something weird. So there was cold floor. There was me trying to be quiet because like I didn't want to like wake up my whole family, but I also heard a weird sound. So it was this weird thing of like not running around the house wake up everybody I heard a burglar or whatever (laughs) so I go into the living room and there's a long hallway that leads to how that has all the bedrooms with it and even my parents room was right there and I remember even thinking as a kid like oh don't be don't make a lot of noise because you'll wake up mom and dad so I go down the hallway and I get into the living room and I see this like furry weird shape and it's Hiding, it's like hunkered down in the corner of our living room by a lamp table, and it sees me because I can see its like face through its fingers. It has its hand up, and I can see like a face, but the face isn't like a, it's like ugly, it's like not like oh it looked like a bigfoot no it looked like a monster like it mm-hmm. was not a, and it could I, I remember thinking like oh god like it, it sees me but i don't think it knows that i can see it because it was like hiding it was trying to like get tiny in the corner and i'm sitting there as like a seven eight year old standing in the living room looking at this furry <laughs> brownish gray thing that was probably only about this high like two and a half feet Hot, tall, but kind of chunky, like kind of big and fluffy, and but and it had its hand up over its face. And as a kid, I remember even thinking like, "What is like this? Like sh- terror is going through my body." And so I just was like, "Okay, that was weird." And I literally just turned around and walked back to my room, almost like I was like under some sort of weird spell. I'm not uh-huh. kidding. And I'd go right into my room, and I remember thinking, "If I don't freak out, it won't
0: freak out."
2: And everything will be fine. That's what I remember as a kid thinking. All right, that's
0: way scarier than anything that we just read. I thought I told you guys this story before. I don't remember if you told that one or that. How were you able to go back to sleep? I don't know. I remember <laughs> laying in bed.
2: Horrified, with the covers like up, and I remember just staring up at the uh, bunk bed because my brother and I had bunk beds, and I was staring up at the, at the bottom part. And I remember at one point, like poking his bed, trying to wake <laughs> hey, him up.
0: Hey, dude, there's a gremlin in the living there's room. A monster, <laughs>
2: there's a troll in the living room, and he wouldn't wake up. And I remember getting like increasingly frustrated that I couldn't get him awake, but I yeah. didn't want to make a lot of noise, so I just laid there in terror. And I think eventually, sleep just overcame my little frame and i woke up the next day and i remember thinking when i got up in the morning like oh my god i'm gonna look and i'm gonna see this thing still or i'm gonna see some evidence that it was here right nothing yeah. so it's like sleepwalking <laughs> i have no i have no history of any of that but it was a very weird memory That it and was it, the
1: grumpy old troll that lives under the bridge. that's what i'm thinking <laughs> that's what i'm thinking time to call Dora and boots and get I'm them the on the grumpy old
2: troll who's <laughs> under the, the bridge. bridge that's some dad mode right there you take that to the bank <laughs> uh
0: when i was little um so many kind of creepy weird things happened and i grew up in a house uh, kind of close to miller park uh, right along north 30th street there in north omaha and my mom i mean as an adult you know i kind of came out of the psychic closet and started you know being more open about my experiences and intuitive stuff and Thankfully, come to find out, my whole family is super open-minded and have had their own experiences and everything. And my mom finally shared with me and my sister something that she had never told us, thank God, as as children. But uh, my mom always slept with her bedroom door open, and so from her bed she could see the whole length of the upstairs hallway. And she told us that it happened on several occasions, but she would just wake up and she would look out into the hallway, and the entire hallway floor ceiling and walls with glowing it was it was glowing a red color um and when she first told me that i mean you mean like a car headlight maybe <laughs> that was driving away yeah reflection she said no it was like an internal glow like everything was red and <laughs> i was thinking like thanks for not telling us a, <laughs> right. but b like, how do you not, how do you go back to sleep after that? Uh, yeah. And you know, she, she was fully awake, rubbed her eyes and, you know, sat up on her bed and just yeah. could never explain it. So
3: yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the weird
0: portal
2: to hell. I, <laughs> yeah, it just, I don't know. Weird that's things weird. happen. just kind of like I said, you, Oh, well, I have school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay the bills.
1: I anyway. little, thank you, Andy. That was, that was a lot of fun. Thank you to all of Andy's, uh, um, uh, fans on his Facebook page for submitting all your, your stories. So those were great.
0: Yeah. We'll probably do more of those in the future too, asking people for, you know, specific, you know, what's the weirdest ghost thing. Has anyone seen UFOs, you know, stuff like that. Cause uh, the reality is a lot of people have. And for anybody listening, if you feel like you're kind of all alone in your journey and, and interest in the, you know, the monsters, myths, and mystery, believe me or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And- strike up a conversation, share a story with a neighbor, or a friend at work and, you'll be surprised at how many people have their own things to, to share with you. So, Well, and
2: heck, share your story with us on our Facebook page,
0: yeah. and, and uh, we'll be happy to read it if you want us
2: to. We can certainly share that when we open this segment up again and talk about you know strange things that you've experienced.
0: You know, Awesome. Um, and if you do have a story and you want to submit it, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us, which is paranormaldads at gmail.com, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we always enjoy uh, engaging and, and giving feedback to you all.
1: Thank you to freesounds.org for providing all the special effects and sounds and music that a lot of the stuff we use on our show. Appreciate that. Go check them out.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep your eyes to the skies just in case you see a uh, dragon. Yarg. Word. I don't know why I went. <laughs> that's good. Better like, be dragons. Better be dragons. A, that's the whole thing. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, see, we're <laughs> not even rusty. No, yeah, not even out. rusty. What First the case. hell is this thing? Do you thing? like my pencil topper? No, it's the stuff <laughs> of nightmares.
2: So he's basically He Man's answer to Bigfoot. Nice. And uh, I I bought an alternate head pack. Looks like a kinky toy. You could do some serious tickling with that, dude. Well, you could. <laughs> but I but I think of it as Bigfoot with a bike helmet on. That's what it looks like. And so I thought he's a perfect pencil topper. And he's the prop Next. guy. Do you know that every yeah.
0: show that we record, he brings some goofy he's thing. He's got something new. Yeah.
2: I'm like the uh, Gallagher of podcasting. Yeah, Although it does you no know good because you can't see this. Don't bring a watermelon. Jeez. I'll send a picture. <laughs> I bust it open and ghosts come out of it. <laughs> There's a new season of Ancient Aliens we've been watching. It's a, it's a good one. Is
0: the guy's hair this big now? No, he toned it back. What? Yeah,
2: so he got the email. No. He saw he was getting the email. memes. He saw enough memes and was like, "I think I need okay. to tone it back. I'm going <laughs> to clean up my act." But it's a weird mix on that one because I feel like some episodes they've just kind of done to death. Yeah. And other ones it's like, "Oh, that's cool. I didn't know about that one." So mm. it's just a, it's such a mixed bag. Yeah. But anyway,
3: good old Ancient Alien. Ancient Alien. Alien.